So we'll get cracking. So the first case is you are the rheumatology ST4 in clinic and you have been referred a 37-year-old patient with back pain. He takes regular analgesia but has ongoing back pain despite this. How would you approach this case? Okay, so I'd want to find out a bit more about his um, presenting complaint, so a history of his presenting complaint. Um, it sounds like it's back pain. I'd want to know the site. Um, is it upper, middle, uh, or lower? Um, bearing in mind his age. I'd also uh, want to find out the onset and the timing in terms of was it caused by anything in particular? Does he lift heavy things at work? Um, is he a, you know, a driver? Does he have lots of sitting or standing? Is he very active in his role? Um, and then the, the character of the pain. So if it's um, a shooting type pain or if it's a stabbing type pain, because uh, there could be a numerous amount of differentials here. Uh, that could be mass masquerading as back pain. So it could be organ, you know, like renal pain or, or renal stone or something. So finding out a little bit more about the character and the chronicity would be helpful. Um, if it radiates anywhere, so if it radiates down into the groin, thinking of the renal stone, or if it radiates down into the leg, um, like a radiculopathy or a sciatica type pain. Um, uh, and then if there's any uh, anything that makes it worse, anything that makes it better. So taking things like analgesia, um, bending over, lifting heavy things, going to the gym, uh, that kind of stuff that makes it worse. I'd also want to ask um, about red flags. Uh, so things like nocturnal pain, fevers, sweats, weight loss, uh, a history of cancer uh, in, in himself, um, or if he has any uh, thoracic type pain, which is why I'd want to find out the site as well. Okay. Um, I could uh, then, then think about more inflammatory things. So um, if he's got pain that's associated with stiffness, in the morning, so thinking about any inflammatory causes like uh, any rheumatological causes. Um, and then I'd go on to think about um, uh, an examination, um, which would be mainly about the, the back. So I want to have a, a look at the back, see if there's any abnormalities on inspection, um, have a feel down the back, see where the tenderness is, mm -hmm. um, and then think about what kind of movements he can do if anything exacerbates it particularly. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so you decide to do some, after your examination, your history and examination, you decide to do some uh, basic investigations. And uh, I'm just going to read them out to you, if that's okay. And I'd like you to discuss them, uh, to interpret them and then discuss what you think might be going on. Um, so the full blood count was normal. Uh, creatinine was 75 with an EGFR of 90. Uh, liver function tests and bone profile normal. CRP 8, ESR 25, vitamin D 18, uh, chest x-ray was normal, uh, MRI showed L3 and L4, sorry, L3, L4 and L4, L5 disc bulges, shiny corner lesions of the L4 and L3 vertebrae, and SI joint bone marrow edema and a few asymmetric erosions. Okay, yeah. Thanks. So obviously in the exam I'd have all the interviews where I'd have this on a piece of paper. Um, so looking at these investigations, um, I know that his full blood count is normal. 
his creatinine seems appropriate and his EGFR is 90. Bone profile is okay as well. Um, isn't, his vitamin D is quite low. Um, and so that's something that I could think about uh, topping up in the future. Um, but looking at his MRI, which is clearly abnormal, um, he's got causes for mechanical pain. He's got disc bulges um, in the lumbar area. Um, but it also noted uh, some shiny corner lesions and um, some erosions in bone marrow edema. Um, looking at this, it sounds like it's all in keeping with uh, a rheumatological cause. So I'd be thinking um, this is all in keeping with ankylosing spondylitis, uh, depending on the history, um, obviously, but this, this scan is pointing towards something inflammatory. Uh, and so my further management would be that fat and closing spondylitis. So um, in the first instance, it would be anti-inflammatory drugs. Um, I sort of want to gauge obviously what he's had before um, and give him uh, NSAIDs, appropriate NSAIDs. Uh, and then I think about obviously conservative things as well. So exercises, which would be really important for ankylosing spondylitis uh, and physiotherapy. I'd also refer to give him some uh, patient information leaflets and, uh, and I can refer him to the appropriate source and organize quite close follow-up um, to see how he does in the future and, and think about how he's doing with his current NSAIDs. And if not, then I want to think about changing or escalating his treatment. Okay, so uh, just following on from that, so let's assume you've done everything that you've suggested and he's actually tried uh, two different NSAIDs um, and unfortunately his symptoms persist. Um, what you said you'd think about other management options so what would they be and could you talk me through that so if he's failed um two NSAIDs uh and his pain has persisted um I'd have to quantify it somehow uh, and I believe that you you use a BASDI score and if his BASDI score is severe um persistently despite the NSAIDs then I could I would obviously discuss it with my consultant and, and the team, um, but think about escalating him onto um, uh, a biologic, um, something like uh, an anti-TNF uh, treatment. Um, and I'd have to probably give him some further information on that. I assume the, the first, depending on the hospital, um, would be something like uh, adalimumab is what my next, my next step would be. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much.